Hey, hey, welcome to Career Coaching with Tiffany, the office informant podcast. Here we focus on helping you navigate what's next in your career. Whether you're looking to prepare for a promotion, re-enter the workforce, or completely overhaul your career, this is the place to hear tips, tools, stories, and experiences to help you feel more confident in moving forward. I'm Tiffany, your host and guide. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to another episode of Career Coaching with Tiffany, the Office Informant Podcast. On today's episode, I am going to get real with you all on a really important topic. Today, we're going to be talking about fight, flight, and freeze responses. What is that? These are our natural or physiological reactions that we as humans have to survival mechanisms. So this is something that we have developed in order to survive. You might be asking, Tiffany, this is a career coaching podcast. Why the heck are you talking about survival mechanisms? Why are you talking about fight, flight, or freeze? The reason I'm talking about fight, flight, or freeze is because what is more survival than your income, your livelihood, being threatened, or being in a place where you are uncomfortable, where you spend most of your time away from your family, and that is the workplace. I'll tell you, just about every client that I coach with, at some point in the coaching relationship, typically at the beginning, we have a conversation about fight, flight, or freeze. So in today's episode, I am going to define each of those for you as it relates to the context of career decisions. I'm going to talk about some of the benefits and some of the risks or challenges with each of these decisions. So no matter where you are in your workplace journey, if you're thinking about making a change, then you have to make that decision. And to put it into the context of fight, flight, or freeze might be helpful to you. Let's jump right in. Okay, friends. So you find yourself in a job or career place where you are unhappy. So the worst of it is maybe you're in a toxic workplace environment, company culture, the way you're compensated, the way you're valued and respected, a manager that doesn't treat you well, whatever that is. That is the worst part of the spectrum of being unhappy in your role. Or let's say you want to be more challenged. You're ready to grow and develop. There is not an opportunity for you to move up to the next level to do more challenging assignments. You're not quite uncomfortable. Actually, you might be really comfortable because you know how to do your job well, but there's a little bit of a yearning starting to boil up to do something bigger, badder, and better. So no matter where you are in that spectrum, there comes a time where you have to make a decision whether you're going to stay or go. I wanna start this conversation off by talking about freeze. So fight, 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 flight, or freeze. Let's start with freeze because honestly, this is where most of my clients are when we start to work together. 
So what is freeze in the context of making a career decision? This is being stuck, being frozen, being paralyzed when you're facing a stressful or a difficult situation. So in your career, it might mean staying in that job that you're unhappy in without taking action to improve the situation. So that's what it means to be frozen. If you're stuck right now, you know you're in a job where you're not happy, doesn't have to be a toxic work environment, you just might want more and you're not sure of what to do or you're not ready to do anything, you're probably in freeze. And so being in freeze has its benefits and of course it has its challenges. And so let's talk about some of the benefits of freeze. First of all, you get to maintain the status quo. If you're on the end of the spectrum where you're comfortable with your body of work, you know what you're doing, you know your managers, you know what to expect every day, the status quo might be a great place to be. You could be going through other things outside of the workplace. And so you just want to be comfortable at work and that is absolutely okay. There's a certain level of stability and certainty in your current situation. Another, um, benefit of freeze might be you can take the time to analyze the situation more thoroughly. I can tell you if a client comes, they're in freeze, they're not quite sure what they want to do. We take advantage of the status quo and we analyze the situation more thoroughly. We help to decide what they truly want to do, what their next steps are. So you're not just frozen, you're frozen and you're doing the mindset work. A third benefit of freeze is you don't have any risk. You don't have any immediate risk of making a financial change um, if your compensation is going to change or there's no workplace conflict going on. Again, you are comfortable. You might be comfortable in your environment and so you don't have to kick up any dust or shake things up. So there's no conflict going on at work. Now, if you're on the side of toxic work environment or towards that side of the pendulum, then there might be some conflict going on. But again, you know what to expect when you go to work every day. Do you have an interview coming up? And the very thought of interviewing makes you want to run and hide. Well, guess what? I love interviewing. Weird, right? Well, I want to share tips and tools I've used personally and coach clients on for many years. You can download the pre-interview guide today. The best part, it's free. Inside of this free resource, I share steps you should take before the interview, insight into what hiring managers are looking for, and a list of common interview questions. You can get your copy at theofficeinformant.com backslash pre-interview guide. You can also find the link in the show notes. Of being in that free zone. So the first challenge is prolonged dissatisfaction. You're stewing, you're unhappy, you're dissatisfied, and it could affect your mental health and ultimately your job performance. You know, just like being in any other unhappy situation, after a while, it takes a toll on you. Next is the challenge of missing out on opportunities for more fulfilling job opportunities or career progression. So the longer we sit and wait to do something, the longer we're not pursuing a job or career that truly fulfills us. So again, if you're in that analyzing mode, you're taking advantage of the time, perfectly okay. But if you're just sitting and not taking action, you're missing out on opportunities. 
The last challenge I want to highlight is possible decrease in self-esteem and confidence. And this is due to your lack of, of agency, your lack of fulfillment. How many of us have been in jobs? I'll even take it there, friends. How many of us have been in relationships, friendships, where because we're unhappy, it starts to erode our confidence? That is what freeze could do. That's one of the challenges. If you're sitting in that job, you're unhappy, you start to doubt whether you have what it takes to make that change. And so it starts to erode our self-confidence and we don't make that change. Okay, friends. So now we're going to talk about the fight aspect. And so in a workplace setting, fight is all about confronting the issue head on. So at work, this could mean addressing your dissatisfaction proactively by going after a promotion. So if you're not fulfilled, you want more responsibility, if there is an opportunity for growth, you might go after that promotion. You're fighting to stay at that organization. It could mean asking for different responsibilities, going to a different department, or it could be a really difficult task of vocalizing concerns about management. So whatever that dissatisfaction is for you, it could be, again, toxic work environment, um, unhealthy management relationship, or just not challenged in your role. If you choose to make the decision to fight, you are confronting whatever that issue is head on. So let's talk about some of the benefits of fight. So one benefit is it's a potential quick resolution of your issues. So you, if you're able to go directly to your manager, talk about not being challenged, you want different responsibilities, that could be an open door to new opportunities and new responsibilities, maybe even a promotion, and it's a quick resolution of the issues. Another benefit can be it can lead to professional growth and better job satisfaction. So using your voice, advocating for yourself, um, showing that you are a leader by addressing these issues in a very professional manner, I wanna add that, can lead to stretching yourself and allowing some room for professional growth. And of course, if that action takes place based on you confronting it, it leads to better job satisfaction. A third benefit to fighting that I want to highlight is it demonstrates a level of assertiveness and can be perceived as a leadership quality. So again, you have to handle the fight in a very professional manner. Going to management, leadership, or whomever is able to change that dissatisfaction for you in a negative way, a very emotional way, and not in a solution-based way, could lead to conflict and not necessarily resolution. I always say you wanna call people into a conversation and not call people out on a conversation. And so if there's a culture problem, there's a toxic problem, you might not be able to change a larger issue in the organizational culture, but if you can change some things to impact your direct work environment by having a professional conversation and calling leadership into the conversation and not out, this could lead to immediate satisfaction. So those are some benefits of FIGHT. Let's quickly talk about some of the challenges for choosing to fight and confronting the issue head on. Challenge number one is you risk creating conflict or tension in the workplace. We were just talking about calling someone out on, a, on, on an issue or calling people into a conversation. So again, you have to handle those situations professionally and delicately 
to avoid the risk of creating conflict or tension in the workplace. The second potential challenge is it may lead to burnout if changes aren't enforced quickly. So think about it. And I can think of at least three clients that come to mind right now. If you are highlighting a culture that is toxic or negative in the workplace and nothing is being done about it, if you are highlighting inefficiencies in the way that you do work and you have solutions on how to improve your work processes, but no one is listening. If you are hungry for growth and development and no one is investing time, resources, and knowledge into you, all of those situations might cause burnout. So you're asking, you're highlighting, you're coming with solutions, you're being a great team member and nothing is being done. In every situation I'm thinking of with a client right now, this has led to burnout. So that is another potential challenge when it comes to fight. A third challenge is you might possibly face repercussions for rocking the boat. I have experienced this myself. I've gone to leadership, unfortunately, to highlight some things that were not ethical, to be completely honest with you, in the workplace. And I did it in what I thought was a very professional manner and offered solutions. And that wasn't responded to very well. I was unfortunately outcast and treated um, in a negative way because I'd highlighted some things that were going on in the organization. So that is a very real challenge that you face by fighting any of the issues that you are dealing with in the workplace. So friends, that is fight what it means in the workplace, benefits and challenges. All right, let's talk about our last response and that is flight. This is where most clients, I'll be completely honest with you, this is where most clients end up. So flight is the instinct to escape or to avoid your current situation that you're unhappy with. So again, in workplace context, it's usually looking for a new job or even quitting without having another job lined up. And I absolutely try to coach all of my clients into avoiding this at all costs. I do not believe in jeopardizing your financial status by quitting without having something lined up. But some people are in a position or their workplace is that negative that they have to do that. And so I absolutely understand that as well. So flight is all about leaving. This could be leaving your role if you live in, if you, if you live, if you work in a larger organization, it could be going to another department or it could be leaving your industry altogether because the industry is toxic or leaving your role and going into another organization. So now let's talk about some of the benefits of flight. And I'll be honest, I kind of think that there are many benefits. So one is you get immediate relief from that unsatisfying job environment. Again, whether it's a toxic environment, you're not growing or developing, you're not being valued, not, you're not being paid well, searching for another opportunity, landing a great opportunity, again, with strategy, not just another job, is immediate relief from that unsatisfying environment. 
Another benefit is the opportunity for a fresh start and potentially finding a new job that's a better fit. So it could be a fresh start in your level of expertise. It could be a fresh start in resetting your brand and your reputation. It could be a fresh start financially. It could be a fresh start in a new industry. Just for so many reasons, changing jobs could be a fresh start for you. And it could have benefits to starting over. I'll share really quickly um, in a job change that I made a couple years ago. I, I loved the job that I was at. It was not a toxic work environment. I was growing and developing. I was just looking to diversify my work experience. And so I decided to make a job change. Um, in that organization, I worked a lot. I was knowing for being an action person, getting things done, but I also worked lots of hours, lots of overtime, nights, weekends. I'd built a reputation for myself of getting things done. And that is sometimes hard to back away from. And so when I did change jobs, I was able to create a fresh start and where my boundaries were and when I was willing to work. So that's just an example of having the opportunity for a fresh start. And another potential benefit is you avoid direct conflict with the current job. And so if you've been fighting or you know, you've tried to make those changes and address those issues, if you decide to leave your organization, you're not having that direct conflict with your current job anymore. And so just some other benefits really quickly are um, oftentimes when you change jobs, whether, whether it's a lateral move or promotion, you're able to earn more income. Um, in the world of hybrid and remote work right now, there are increased opportunities to work from home. And so just a couple examples of benefits of using flight as an option. Now I want to talk about some challenges. Here are some challenges of leaving your role. One is financial insecurity. If there isn't a job readily available, and this is a few people I've coached that have left without having a job lined up, they are putting their financial resources at risk. And maybe they have a second form of income or they have savings or they don't need as many financial resources, they can do that. I've also coached clients who've taken a huge step back financially in changing jobs. Maybe it's because they want to start family planning or maybe it's because they just want a huge decrease in responsibility. They go from a you know higher level leadership role to more of a mid-level leadership or even an individual contributor role. And so the challenges of leaving your role for whatever reason is there might be some financial insecurity if a job isn't ready, readily available or if you decide to take a step back in your career. However, if you plan a job change strategically and it's not your goal to take a step back, if you take your time, likely you can find something that doesn't jeopardize your financial security, but that is a risk. Another challenge is encountering similar problems in a new job. Listen, if you don't vet that new organization and keep your eyes and ears open for those red and yellow flags, you could find yourself in a very similar situation. In my interview prep sessions with clients and in the part of the interview where they get to ask questions of the employer, I always encourage them to ask the questions that's going to uncover what's important to them in a workplace culture. So if you're concerned about diversity or leadership or growth or boundaries or work-life balance, 
I encourage you to come up with some questions if you are looking to leave your job and you're interviewing with other organizations, come up with questions to uncover those things and look out for those red or yellow flags. But that, again, is a challenge, the risk of encountering similar problems. All right, the last challenge I wanna highlight for you is the potential of being perceived as lacking commitment or reliability or being a job hopper. Listen, I have a blog post, I have a podcast episode, I have several social media posts about this. Being a job hopper isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world. However, if every nine months to a year you have a different role in your resume, that can be seen as someone who doesn't commit or someone who's not reliable and an organization or a company might not be willing to take a chance on you. Each of these responses, fight, flight, or freeze, has its pros and cons. And when it comes to deciding whether to stay in a job or a company, even when you're unhappy or to look for a new job, the most effective approach often combines some elements of fight, flight, and freeze. You have to be strategically fighting if that's what you decide you wanna do, or knowing when it's time to fly away and try something new, or taking the moments from freeze, assess the situation, and think strategically about what's next. If you need any help with that, you all know I am always here from you. Please feel free to book a discovery call. You can find the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning into Career Coaching with Tiffany, the Office Informant Podcast. Your support means the world to me. Here's what you can do to continue to have my back. First, rate me a quick five-star rating makes a big difference in how new listeners can find me. Next, please share the love. Tell your friends and colleagues about this episode and just maybe they'll become a loyal listener too. Next, stay connected. Go ahead, hit subscribe to catch all of the upcoming insights coming your way. And don't forget to connect on social media. You can find my links in the podcast notes.